You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. Set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? My name is Sarah, and I'm grumpy today, and I got the blues too, maybe some daddy issues too, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I'm fine. If we ever do a compilation of like best moments, like that has to be included. Just that little clip with no context at all. (laughs) You say you want to clip me. Well, get permission. You got it. I mean, you You control the files. Yeah, I do have. I do control the files. In case yeah, we you just... somehow stumbled upon this podcast and didn't watch the episode, season two, episode 16 of Dawson's Creek um, before coming here, 
I'm sorry. You have no idea what's going on, but welcome. We hope you stay, you know, get cozy, get yeah, a snack. No, we literally lost every single person that we ever <laughs> gained as a follower. Everybody was like, um, no, thank you. Click off. <sighs> yep. Um, hello. <laughs> sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Um, Sarah, how are you doing? Obviously, your song made it seem like you're grumpy. I, like, I mean, I'm not that I'm a little grumpy. I don't know yeah. why. It's just like I, I'm a little sleepy today. Yeah. I mean, the good news is it's a Friday evening. Yeah. Today. That's what I'm excited we record about. on Thursdays. That's what I'm excited So you about. should yeah, be excited. It's Friday evening. Yeah. It's party central. I got know? a cold brew. Ba- 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 ba, so I'm not blue. Ba- 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 there you ba- go. There we go. Everybody loves and blue and brew rhyme. OK, it's like, wonderful. D- but it rhymes, right? It does rhyme. There we yeah. go. Beautiful. I'm a poet, but not a poet enough to read my poem in class and cry about it. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um, we're here to talk Dawson's Creek to all of you listeners about Dawson's Creek. You know what it is. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't know what's happening today, but you know what? I'm very excited to talk about this episode. It was an old timer. I watched it like very early on in the week because I was really excited to watch Dawson's Creek and I was waiting for when you watched it. And of course, you decided to watch it. I don't know what I was doing. But I was doing something while you were watching it. And all of a sudden, I'm just getting these messages like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> just all caps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very <laughs> exciting. Um, very excited to talk about it. I love the messiness of this episode. Yes. Very messy. And I'm here for the messiness. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Let's let's get into it. Be careful what you wish for is the name of the episode. Season two, episode 16. We start off at Dawson's, as we always do. Uh, yeah. Pacey's over, and it turns out Dawson's having, like, a quarter-life crisis. Not I'm, even. Not even. Like, a tenth-life yeah. crisis. Dawson is acting how I was acting my entire 29th year of life, where I was freaking out about turning 30. Like, literally, yeah. he was like, I'm growing up. I'm not moving forward in life. Everybody around me is moving forward. Yeah. Joey is busy finding herself. Pacey has like the whole good doer boyfriend thing happening. <laughs> Jen's not moving forward at all, but at least she's moving. My parents yeah. are starting new lives. Like he just feels like a year ago he was in the same exact place. And I get that feeling like I've been there. I'm like, you know what? Sometimes I just feel like I'm not progressing in life. And I understand Dawson's issue. Right. But I feel like to feel this at 16 is Six. like slightly <laughs> premature. Like a he's little being a bit dramatic. Yeah, he calls himself the same whiny adolescent, big talking, no doing loser. Well, I mean, very that. I mean, that's I an accurate, it. an accurate description of himself. He's very yeah. self-aware how much he sucks. Yeah, I mean, finally, here's the thing. The more he's self-aware about how much he sucks, the more I enjoy him. The more likable he is. I mean, I loved Joss in this episode because he was a fucking disaster. Yeah, it was great. And this is the thing. Pacey, so Pacey comes over and he's like, stop looking at the movies for what you want. Decide what you want. Be definitive. And like, not bad advice from Pacey, right? Like solid advice, decent advice. And then Dawson is like, you know what? Joey. Joey is the answer. I had her. I lost her. I'm going to get her back. And it's like, Dawson, like, why can't you just, like, 
live your life, bro. Just like live your life. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. If she really loves you that much, like eventually she will return to you. Your friends right now revel in that moment. Build back up from there. But no, this motherfucker. Yeah. What album do you think that song um, of Ariana Grande's is? I got it. I lost it. I'm going to get it back. <laughs> is that like eight rings? Like what, yeah. what song is that? I'm not quite yeah. sure. It's hilarious. Like it's, it's seriously like I don't think that's necessarily what PC had in mind when he was giving this advice. Yeah, but he's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Next morning, happy birthday, Dawson! Happy sixteenth birthday. I love a birthday boy. Mitch is over cooking breakfast for his B day tradition. Um, what did we see that was like this recently? I feel like we just watched a movie where they're like, I'm gonna cook. Oh, never mind. Breaking Bad. They no, do like no. A you know what? Thing. It was, was Cruel Summer. It was Cruel oh. Summer. We did not watch that together. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um. No, we love a like traditional birthday breakfast. I love how Mitch doesn't even tell Gail he's going to be over. Like not even like no texting doesn't exist yeah. here. But like beep her, leave her a message on her voicemail. Like let her know that her ex-husband is going to be in the house. I for one would think I was going to be murdered. By your ex-husband? Just by someone with just what? being in my home with without the permission. bacon or with the waffles. What are what's gonna who's murdering? <laughs> it would Gail. be like that old school cartoon with like the pan where someone just whacks you over the yeah. head with it and birds fly around oh. your head. I mean, okay, like it's a hard time for little Dawson. I think that Dawson needs the normalcy and he needs his birthday breakfast. What do you think Dawson Leary has um, for his yearly birthday breakfast? He's a basic bitch. He definitely has like scrambled eggs, plain white toast with butter and like a few pieces of bacon. Mm -hmm. Regular bacon, not even like a thick slice, you know, just regular old fucking bacon. That that sounds about right. No, no carb. No carb. He lives a healthy life. Wait, toast. Bread. Bread. Okay, sorry. I forgot the bread. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, am I dumb as carb? No, no. Is butter a carb? Is that the question? <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, that, that's definitely what his breakfast is. But here's the thing. I feel like Mitch is kind of inconsiderate in this episode as much as we love Zaddy Mitch. And he's delicious to look at. I never said that I love him. Okay. Well, he's good to look at, at least. The thing is, is like Mitch is like, oh, I have an idea. We usually go in on a present together. Bitch, it is literally his birthday. It is literally his birthday. And now is the moment that you decide it's great to discuss with Gail getting him a car. She already got him a car. You snooze, you lose, motherfucker. (laughs) You snooze, you lose. Yeah. So anybody say that anymore? (laughs) Yeah, I think they do. (laughs) They do. Good. Yeah. um, So Gail got Dawson um, for his super sweet 16, a Ford Explorer. Um, and brand new, right? Brand, brandy new, bought from the dealership. Mitch is pissed because he thought that they would make this decision with, like, together. Like, he always envisioned him buying Dawson's first car. Right. Um, Dawson is overhearing them argue, which is like, just the door. shut like, the door. Open. Yeah. I know. So, but, and Gail's like, with what money are you going to contribute with the car? Ooh, <laughs> that was with a burn. what money? Yeah. Um, yeah, so he has no funds. He has no two car. Um, it's a brand new car, too extravagant for a 16-year-old boy. 
I think so. I feel like, I mean, my first car was used. I think the move is they have no experience. Get them something that's still safe. Don't get me wrong. Like, don't get them something that's, like, so old it doesn't have airbags. Yeah. But, like, something that is safe but lightly used, right? Mm -hmm. The thing that I don't necessarily agree with, I mean, we'll get there at the end. I don't think the move is to, like, pay a down payment and make him pay payments. To me, that is not a present if you have to pay for it. I feel like the better move is to buy something used that's only a couple thousand dollars or something like that. Um, what do you, what do you think? I, I mean, I don't know. I do think a brand new car is a little extravagant for a 16 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that typically like you get the hand-me-down car, if I'm not mistaken. True. Right. They might maybe between the two of them, there's a vehicle they can give Dawson and they get a, a new, new car. car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe Gail can get the new Explorer. Right. A Ford Explorer is a nice vehicle, by the way. Like, that's a great first car, probably because they live, like, they don't even have, like, a driveway. They kind of, like, park on the grass. So I'm wondering if, like, they almost need something with the four-wheel drive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think I agree with Mitch. Like, get him not a beat-up car, but something lightly used. Not a jalopy as he says later on. Like, what in the world? I was like, this definitely sounds like something my father would say. No, like, no jalopies <laughs> No here. jalopies. Got to be safe. So um, we are going over the big surprise party with Joey mm-hmm. and Pacey. They're throwing them a surprise party. Um, and, like, it's just, like, the whole thing. Like, Pacey is supposed to, like... Um, distract Dawson while they get set up and everybody comes in and like Pacey's being very sweet like this party is gonna be like the best party ever it's gonna be a rager it's gonna be like the Delta house of Cape side like we're gonna rage tonight woo with no alcohol meanwhile Joey is just like very nervous about the whole situation like honestly is can you even call yourself a teen drama or just drama in general if there isn't like a surprise party that gets ruined at some point yeah um it's like it's a classic trope yeah but this Um, is lame like the parents know about the surprise party like what kind of surprise party is this it's not a very good one, that's for sure. Um, and things are, like, super awkward between yeah. Jack and Joey. Um, Pacey is, like, so considerate, and he's, like, asking Joey how she's doing. Now that, like, time has progressed, she's had time to process everything. And Joey, I mean, like, I understand where Joey's coming from, where she's like, listen, like, it's I'm not the one who came out. Like, ja- Jack is, you know, he's the one who's going through something. But at the same time, like... You still had a loss. Like, you mm-hmm. still had a breakup. You could still be going through something. But right. it's obvious that Joey's just trying to, like, kind of set it to the side and not worry about it. Right. Yeah. So, I I mean, I feel for what Joey's going through. But Joey, like, I mean, I do appreciate that she understands, like, hourly. It's, like, not her drama. Like, it's not about her. Right. Even if she, like, is feeling it on the inside. But... Also, at the same hand, she's acting really awkward around Jack. So as much as like you're saying that you're accepting of Jack, um, you're not really because you, you know, I I don't know. I guess it's because it's like breakup. But there's obviously some animosity there because you're not being a friend to him either. It's like you're being indifferent to him, which is worse. Worse. Yeah. No, you're (laughs) definitely right. There's definitely some tension there. 
Um, and we see Jack like going outside to refill the ketchups. Abby and like her new fucking posse. Who the fuck were these people? <laughs> uh, Tracy um, and Kelly. Duh. Of course. They have to be Tracy and Kelly. Yeah. Um, they arrive and they're like, oh, aren't you the first gay guy to come out at Cape Side? Oh, my God. You're the gay guy. Yeah. Like, these girls. Ugh. This was I felt so bad for Jack. Like Abby was treating Jack if he would like he was like the bearded lady at the carnival. Like, yes. let's go. Like, this is the sideshow. Like, uh, you know, let's watch him. It's like so disrespectful. Um and it, there was like, you know, he's making him feel like crap. Like they're like, oh, like, I know just what you're going through. I watched like Ellen like come out at 40 and you were only 16. And like, you know, you're like the first gay guy I've ever met. And it's like such in yeah. the worst line. It's such a waste because you're a total babe. Like this is like the quintessential bullshit that you hear from like straight white girls that makes like gay guys hate like cis white or cis women because it's just like the crap that they hear it's like none of this is supportive or nice or anything that not at all especially especially considering abby's history with the mcphee family it's like her of all people he doesn't want to fucking see you he calls her satan rightfully (laughs) so yeah and like it's obvious that abby just comes around to the ice house to like bag on people like she never shows up there honestly wanting to eat food no she should be Um, banned she should. They should have her face up on a wall. Um, and she's just like, oh, I've changed. Sometimes people can surprise you. You um, should know. Ugh. More on that later. Um, we go to Andy's therapy office. Uh, she's at her therapist's. And we kind of go through a little bit about what we already knew about Andy. You know, she says she's the glue in her family. She starts talking about her panic attacks. Um, and the therapist asks her, like, oh, what is it? What is it that you want? And she says, I want to get rid of my worries. I want to be that person who sails through life, you know, not really worrying about anything. I totally like I the reason one of the reasons I love Andy as a character is because I feel like I relate to her probably the most out mm-hmm. of everybody. And I totally get where she's coming from in terms of like not being able to kind of stop your brain from thinking. Right. Like. There's not a moment that goes by, for the most part, in my day that I'm not planning something. Whether it's long-term, short-term, two hours from now, I'm always planning something. And I feel like Andy has the same problem. It's very hard. Even when you're literally sitting on the couch, like, physically relaxing, I think she also finds it hard to, like, mentally relax. Yeah, Andy's definitely at an 11 at all times. And Mm -hmm. she's definitely thinking a lot, like... I'm somebody that also suffers from anxiety, but I'm never, I guess, like, I'm kind of low energy in a way. Like, I'm never, like, going, going, going. For me, it's almost easier to just shut everything off in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, you know, I really appreciate seeing this represented. And you can see, like, you know, how she's struggling in this moment. And she's always thinking about her family or Pacey. And the therapist gives her the advice, like, you know, I think that you need to spend some time not thinking about what make makes other people happy. Spend some time, um, like, figure out what makes you happy. And mm-hmm. my ultimate prescription for you is have one night of imperfection. What do you think about this prescription? quote unquote unquote, prescription I uh, I don't think that what they 
ultimately do is what the therapist had in mind. Like, I just think that, like, they <laughs> she just underage wanted, drink. Yeah, I thought that she just wanted Andy to be, like, loosey-goosey um, a little bit. But um, I don't know. Like, I don't identify myself as, like, a perfectionist. So I don't know, like, or having everything needing to be perfect. So I don't really know, like, how... Yeah. Um, how somebody that feels like the need to be perfect all the time would feel about like loosening up like this. Yeah. I, what I would say as someone who relates to Andy and not, I haven't gone through anything that she has, but has a, I would say a similar mindset as her. I feel like this is to be a nightmare. And the Mm -hmm. reason I think it would be is because maybe you do let loose, right? Like maybe you do have a good time and let's pretend you don't even go as far as getting insanely drunk and embarrassing yourself in front of a group of people. But whatever you do, you live your life imperfectly for one night. Okay, then that night passes and the next day, in my head, I'm instantly regretting everything I did and Mm -hmm. double like, you know, thinking about everything and like reliving those moments and Mm -hmm. oh, did I do the right thing? And pretty much making me even more anxious. At least that's what I imagine would be the result. To me, I think that like what might be better, and I'm not a therapist, everybody, in case you already did not know, not a therapist, see a therapist if you feel like you do need help. Um... I feel like it's more of a progressive thing. Like flipping a switch, I feel like hardly Mm. ever works to me. And it's like anything, right? Like it's like eating better. It's exercise. It's literally any of those things. It's like it's a progression. Mm -hmm. So like maybe you like write down something, you know, on day one. You know what I mean? Like write down an imperfect thought you had or something like that. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to build up to it. That's good advice. You know, one night of imperfection. What is that going to (laughs) do? Yeah. So I think that for what I'm thinking is something quite similar. So you always hear that diets don't work. It's really a mindset and a healthy lifestyle change. Yeah. So I think that instead of like having like one cheat day where you're like wild and crazy and then the rest of the week you're buttoned up, maybe, you know, it's more so like Andy needs like a healthy mindset mentality lifestyle change exactly um so whatever steps you take but I think that maybe this is initial good advice and then maybe you would like you know progress fast like into like some sort of lifestyle I don't know um I just think like it's not it's not a good long-term advice and I also I mean we we heard my spiel before I disagreed with them immediately taking her off of any type of prescription that is helping with anxiety and or depression because that's a real fucking fuck up to your system to to immediately just Mm -hmm. pull you off of something um, but I mean, obviously, we all know the reason for this is so that she can while out with Dawson later. It's a it's a mechanism. It's a story mechanism to get her where she'll be later. while out. Yeah. <laughs> but but interesting, interesting scene there because we already kind of knew those things about Andy, but it was interesting mm-hmm. to hear her express it. Yeah. It's good to see um, Andy getting therapy. That's true. You know, that's like one of the first steps, right, is to get in there and see a therapist. So good on Andy for doing that. Mm hmm. Um, back at the ice house, Bessie is telling Joey, oh, go get ready for Dawson's. You can leave early. Um, and this is where we can see, like, I feel like this is the type. Joey is not somebody who, like, will express her emotions very readily. And so her saying, oh, I don't have to get all gussied up. I turn Jack off women forever. 
it's like she's saying it as a joke, but like you know that like deep down there's a little kernel of her that like mm-hmm. feels that way. Oh, you know? uh huh. Yeah, she's getting like very much in the like poor me mentality here. Yeah. So she, yeah. So she's basically saying, um. Like, she knows logically that this whole thing with Jack has nothing to do with her, but she's still in the, like, you know, martyr mindset where she's soaking a little. So she just doesn't know, like, what's her next steps? Like, what's next here? And Bessie is just, like, go out and paint. Like, set out, like, and do what you wanted to do before you got with Jack. Like, you jumped into a relationship with Jack and you never really, you you know, like, evolved like you were hoping to. Yeah, here's the thing. I feel like Bessie has never really given, like, amazing advice, but... (laughs) I actually really appreciate this advice. And this was something that, like, we had even criticized. Like, we don't understand why she's getting with Jack when the whole purpose of breaking up with Dawson was to, like, quote, unquote, find herself and, Mm -hmm. like, do her painting stuff. And, like, now Bessie's like, listen, you never did that. Go do that. Um, I really like this moment from Bessie. I feel like she had a lot of good points that Joey could should maybe listen to. Um, And you know what? There's a, you know, sometimes, a, what is it, a wrong clock is right twice a day. Good job, Bessie. Good job with your spouting wisdom. Wow, how insightful. You're such a little philosopher. <laughs> never really? heard that before. You've never heard that that phrase? A wrong clock is right twice a day? I don't think so. Oh, well, well this shows my age. Like, no one ever knows that. Sure, Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Dawson like comes in and is like, I need to talk to you, Joey. Great. Perfect. We'll get there. (laughs) I cannot believe Ty is still in this freaking show. Can you believe it? My notes say, why the fuck is Ty here? (laughs) He's wrapping a present. (laughs) That's my first sight. Why the fuck is Ty here? He's wrapping a present. Like, why? Like, I feel like both you and I kind of felt like things were over after last episode with Grams and, like, uh, you know, him basically being an ignorant fuck. Yeah. So I can't believe he's still here. I just don't understand. I thought that he would have been done by now. I felt like it felt as if it was done last episode. Yeah. Be- well, it's it's awkward because it's almost like. I mean, I think nowadays this is a deal breaker in relationships, but maybe maybe back then bigotry wasn't. I don't know. Like, it just feels so weird that it's almost like it never happened because they're so lovey-dovey. It's like, oh, I can feel you watching me. Close your eyes. Can you feel me looking? Like, he's such a fucking asshole. I Like, every scene between them just made me angry because he was such a dick. And it, yeah. like... It just stressed that, like, he's a fucking asshole. What happens later in the episode? It's like, okay, you fucked up already. Like, you don't get a second chance. Yeah. So they are kissing and he's like, he, like, puts a stop to it. And he's like, morning, kitchen, like, grams. Like, let's cool it down. And she's like, okay. Yeah. Um, So then we have Joey and Dawson walking. And Joey is cold. She's like, I wish that... If it's going to be this cold, I wish it would just snow already. Hasn't yeah, snowed like, yet. I don't understand what the hell our timeline is here. Like, let's just stop for one second and think about, okay, so it's snowing, right? Which means it's the winter weather. And it's snowing for the first time. Now, like, we didn't I, see Christmas, right? 
No. I think it's November. Okay. But we're in Boston area, so I'm it, so it's lost. Colder. So was all of that like because that was Jen arrived in the summer, right? Like school was starting. Mm-hmm. So like all of season one and halfway through season two was all just within like <laughs> four months. I think so. Hasn't Holy been fuck. that much time. I know. I it think just feels weird because like shows used to be like the season was like the school year or something. Right. Yeah. So it was throwing me off a little bit. Yeah. No, this has been a very long year. So I'm guessing that this is November. So I guess Dawson probably has a November birthday. But he's still a Pisces. He's definitely a Pisces. Oh, yeah. They don't. We know that TV writers don't conform to astrology. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's very like Gilmore Girls-esque where Dawson is like, oh, snow is so helpful. I love when it snows. Um, sure. Of course. <laughs> why not? Um, I mean, I've never found snow to be helpful. But they have like a wish tradition that whenever on the first snowfall, they make a wish. And it somehow always came true. How sweet. Yeah. They get like extra fucking like every time it fucking or just the f- first snowfall of the year. So it's like one wish a year, I guess. But one it's wish. Like, well, you get double because your birthday. Um, but yeah, like Joey's like, oh, what are you hoping for? And he wants things back the way they were. Joey thinks that he means as friends. And she's like, I know I want to like work towards our friendship. And he's like, no, Joey, more than friends. More and it's like, Dawson, than like, friends. Yeah. Like this is not the moment, dude. Like it's on your br- like chill out a little bit. And like Dawson drops the soulmate word on like soul, excuse me, soulmate phrase. I guess I think it's two words on Joey. It's like. Dude, like, just you're not even together. I don't think you should be saying soulmates. <laughs> uh, twin flames is better, right? Ugh, I don't like either, honestly. Okay. Yeah, you and me are meant to be. Not you and me. Don't like. Don't get scared, Jessica. <laughs> I'll leave this podcast. Right I'll now. leave this podcast right now. <laughs> um, but Dawson says they are meant to be, and Joey's like, "Do you remember why we broke up in the first place? I need space to figure it out." I can't talk about this right now. It's yeah. Like, okay, then when can you talk about it? Like, never? Yeah, and I love, to be honest, I love Dawson's comeback. Well, you were figuring it out with Jack, not me. And it's like, oh, shit, he's right, though. Yeah, he's ready. He's uh, ready to fight today. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this is my other favorite line. Joey, if you and me aren't meant to be together, then I don't know anything. It's like, <laughs> that's exactly what we're saying, Dawson, for yeah. the last... Like 20 whatever episodes, you don't know shit, boo-boo. Yeah, no, he really doesn't. And like, you know what? I feel like all this is like very pent up. Like he's never truly expressed like it bothered me that you broke up with me and immediately got into a relationship with Jack when you told me that you were trying to find yourself. Yeah. You know, so obviously he feels like either she's not trying to find herself or like she found herself real fucking quick, you know, or she is able to find herself with Jack and not him. And yeah. it's like, it's really hurtful. You know, you can it's very hurtful. It would be very confusing if I experienced yeah. something like this. I would not get it. So Dawson, I mean, he's dramatic as he always does, but yeah. I understand where he's coming from. Um, and then lastly, I wouldn't count on snow today. OK, <laughs> dude, whatever. Go off. So dramatic. I love it so much. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, so we're at the Leary residence and Joey's super stressed out. She thinks Dawson hates her. 
Um, but Bessie's like, no, when he gets here, he'll be in a great mood. Don't worry. And we oh, see Pacey, yeah. as always, driving around his father's cop car. I don't know how he hasn't gotten in trouble I yet. I don't understand. It's ridiculous. I think he steals it every time. That's the thing. First of all, how has he got not gotten caught? His dad's a fucking cop unless he's like, I mean, obviously he's not a detective, but still. Um, and then one of my favorite moments this entire episode was Andy being in the back and she's just like, she's like, oh, this must what it's like to be a criminal. I love how she's like, she wants him to turn on the like siren and Pacey won't. And she goes, she makes the noises herself. And then she goes, fuck him, Dano. <laughs> she was in like the silliest little most erratic mood tonight. I loved it so much. Like her saying Bookum Dano was just the cutest, sweetest thing I've ever seen. She's so precious. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Dawson is just being a drama queen and Ugh. he's going back to like, my life is going nowhere. He's such a Pisces. I can't. Yeah. Especially in this episode. Uh-huh. He's just like such a like sad sack. Like I've he's been a bucket here, of tears. Though. It's just so it's depressing because you're like, oh, yes, like I relate to Andy because I'm just used to being perfect all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I I absolutely relate to Dawson because I'm always a sad sack that <laughs> whines about my life and thinks that like I need like a strong dose of bleak reality. It's like as much as I like am hating on Dawson, it's just like he is me and yeah. I am him. <laughs> Well, it's just funny because he's like, instead of trying to at least somewhat like salvage the night and have a good time, it is his birthday. Yeah. He like, he really has that like, woe is me mentality. Well, because it's fun to sulk. And like Dawson just how is wants- it? Tell me how it is f- fun. Fun is the word. It is fun yeah, to, sulk. to sulk. It's like a toddler having a tantrum. You just want to. You want like- to feel your feels. Yeah, like sometimes I'm just like, ugh. And then, like, all I want is someone to be like, it's okay. You're going to be okay. Oh, you want that? See, like, I feel like if I'm having a bad day, what I want is someone to be like, just be like, yeah, that sucks. And I'll be like, yeah, I fucking know it sucks, right? Like, you want someone to also be like, that fucking sucks. Yeah, like, I could see that. But, like, Dawson just wants, like, Pacey to like listen to him he wants the attention like he wants to be like you know like it's all gonna be good like don't worry Dawson like your 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 life is not going nowhere that's the thing like Pacey all of a sudden went from being like fun go with guy to like fucking papa to like all these fucking misfits like he has (laughs) to like be the mama bear (laughs) yeah he's playing babysitter tonight yeah so um yeah, my only birthday plans are playing third wheel to my friend and his girlfriend. Oh, wow. Meryl. The thing um, is, is, he says that, and uh-huh. yet he fucking knows there's a surprise party for him. So he's lying. Like, he knows there's a surprise party. <laughs> I didn't even think about that yet. Yeah. yeah. So um, Pacey does not let Dawson sulk on his birthday. Only positive vibes allowed in the cop car. <laughs> love that. And then Andy's like, stop the car. I love and this. <laughs> slams the brakes. And he's like, she's like, I just saw this really cool place back there. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. And like, Dawson, like, Pacey's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he was like, I did not sign up for Sad Sack and Wild Child. Like, he was not mentally ready for this. Oh, and, he has no clue what's and I don't coming. Know if, 
I don't know if you like noticed, but as like that happened in this scene, there was a song that was like, she's a disaster. That were those were like the lyrics in the song. Who's writing songs about me? And I was <laughs> I was like, the song is about Andy today. I mean also yeah. Dawson if the pronouns yeah. are different, but oh my gosh, it's yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah, but Andy's ready to cut loose tonight and go to that really cool place over there. Yeah, she is ready. Yeah. Um, more on that later, because first we have to go to Dawson's where everybody's arriving at the party. Jack has arrived. Now, I got to be honest, didn't notice the hair until someone mentioned it. <laughs> he like used gel. It's like literally they're acting like, oh, you got veneers like and like a nose job, like something like drastic. It's like the dude just used some gel. I mean, he does look good, but it's not like he didn't look good before. Yeah, he did like I mean, it wasn't a full on flip. Like if you were in middle school in like the mid 2000s. Yeah. Every boy with short hair did this thing where they took the extra hair at the front by their forehead and they flipped it up and put gel in it. It wasn't a full on flip, but it was like a half flip. Mm-hmm. Um, So he walks in and Abby and her posse, again, Kelly and Schmelly, whatever the fuck the other one's name Tracy? is. Tracy? Was Tracy. It, was it? I don't think it was Tracy. I think you're right. I think it was Tracy. Mm. Um, They are like complimenting him. And then I'm pretty sure Abby is like, oh, I wish I'd nabbed you when you were one sexual preference before or something like that. Ew. It's like, ugh. Go away. Yeah. Uh, Jen comes in with the perfectly wrapped present that Ty wrapped. Uh, Ty went to the same gift wrapping grab grit grab. Ty quick quick grab paddywhack. <laughs> Ty went to the same gift wrapping school that I did. Very good at gift wrapping. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ty's like watching her, and she's like, "I know you're looking at me." Blah 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 blah. And then they kiss, and then he like pulls away again, and she's like, "Why you keep bailing on the kisses, dude?" Yeah, what Don't the fuck bail is? On the kisses? And Ty's like, "Oh well, when does it stop?" You know, you turn me on and the closer we get, the more turned on I get. It's things could get out of hand. And Jen, rightfully so, is like, bro, we're just kissing. Like, calm the fuck down. I didn't. After she says that, I don't really understand how she thinks it's sweet in a 1956 sort of way. Like, I don't think it's sweet at all. Like, I feel like he's really really taking this out of proportion Mm -hmm. they're not naked they both are fully clothed in the middle of a party kissing where is this gonna go (laughs) you know i have to say jen is digmatized she just is entranced by this dude it's the highlights isn't it he has Uh, highlights (laughs) yeah mm -hmm. so she'll go wherever he wants to go yeah um And apparently it's to the Ford Explorer. (laughs) Yeah, the brand new christening the Ford Explorer. Um, so that'll that'll happen later. We're yeah. back at the the jazz club. Yeah, love that's Andy's right. dress. So is this the same cool place that Ty hangs out? I, I mean, it's supposed to be different, but it looks the same. I felt like it was the same because they were getting underage drinks again. Oh, <laughs> like how yeah. many places in town are serving uh, them? A lot. Yeah. Um, Andy is so saucy today. Did you see the amount of glitter that she had oh, on her like she... chest and shoulders, oh. girl? Oof. My girl was looking so good. Um, she's like, this sassy version of Andy has been here all along. I was just trapped between or beneath the bondage of gap clothing, a good girl complex. I love her. Yeah. I, I love like I love her look. I love her attitude here. Um, she's like, you have to let go of uh, how you're supposed to do things. It's about just doing things. And oh, the id. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is her id. My and, id. Um, Dawson's like, I'm so boring. I'm just drinking a Coke. It's like he heard us on that last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We were really shit talking the Coke. It's like, why are you drinking Coke? Yeah. I Um, I love this move from Andy. I don't know if this would legitimately work, but I found it to be genius. And I don't know if back then they had, you know, those little thingies that they put on top of like liquor bottles that like measure the pour. (laughs) I don't know if they like had those at this point, but... What I will say is the fact so Andy if you didn't rewatch the episode Andy basically like the woman comes over and is like oh do you want another drink they just have cokes at this point and Andy's like oh yeah but can you ask the bartender put more rum in my next time it was a little light genius and I'm like, scam I bitch. love this this was so good and like the waitress was like oh well even had the bartender double up on shots because like to make up for your last drink. Yeah, so fucking smart, first of all. The only thing I will say is, like, if you're a teenager and you haven't really had any beverage, mm-hmm. like, alcoholic beverages, yeah. which I imagine they haven't, a double, I mean, one drink is a lot in terms of, like, the taste mm-hmm. of the alcohol. But a yeah. double is, but, like, But, like, this is their first drink, so they don't know that yet. They don't know. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they, they like, I'm surprised. It, you know yeah. what I wanted? I don't have rum nor Coke, but I would have loved if we had rum and Cokes tonight with us. Because oh, we should have. That's that is like one of my that's, favorites. I knew that was the, one of your favorites. I never Cook. drink it. Um so I I yeah. I don't know. Like I don't know how I would be handling that. It is like a very mm-hmm. basic drink, but I do I do see how like it could be I mean, most people I feel like start off with something a little bit like mm-hmm. fruitier that you can't really taste the alcohol. Obviously a rum and coke, you you if you have enough rum, you usually can taste it and a double mm-hmm. you certainly would. Um, I just, I just love Inch. Andy is I so know. fucking That was smart, a genius scam. When it. you come over, maybe when we watch our episode together, we'll have some rum and cokes yes. for some celebration. Um, yes. so yeah, they're very excited because they've never drank before. So it was, that was a cute interaction. I like Andy and Dawson yes. hanging out, uh, being coke Me too. Oh, and Pacey wasn't at the table. No, he bounced. He went to the bath, his, the restroom because he's 95 today. Yes. The restroom. Um, so yes. Abby harasses Jack and he's like, why are you why are you still talking to me? Like, I don't like you, Abby. She's like, that's because nobody likes me. I'm an outcast. Welcome to the club. Um, so then this is. Uh, so in a way, if Abby was like a normal human and this was not all some sort of like con, I kind of liked this conversation a little bit from Abby like I would have loved if Abby was actually bi and was like Jack like they're everyone's on the spectrum essentially and like you know I would have liked this from Abby and liked Abby more than if it was just like oh I tricked him later on yeah no here's the thing maybe she does think Mm -hmm. and feel that way right that there is a spectrum and everybody falls somewhere on that spectrum I agree with all of those things. It's just hard to know if she's being honest when we know that it's like a ploy to get him to like kiss her. And so she can say, oh, I was the last one or I turned Jack back to being right. straight or whatever she wants yeah. to say. So I don't. Um, yeah, it's yeah hard to I don't really, really like her. this from Abby ultimately. But in the moment I was like, oh, OK, we love mm-hmm. a bi goddess. Like, sure. Why not? Um, yeah. Back at the club. Uh, Andy and Austin are asking for another round 
And like Pacey's like still not in the know. He's like, how many Cokes are you going to drink tonight? And then it's apparently open mic night. And then this is this is um, basically my favorite Dawson's Creek scene ever. <laughs> Pretty much since <laughs> since it's beauty. Oh, so good. Almost since beauty contest when um, when what's her face? Joey re- like rejects Dawson. But yeah, so we get Dawson coming up with Andy on stage and singing this the song, singing the blues. I don't know. It's like bad. It's almost like bad to the bone, but I guess it's like the blues. I don't know. It's yeah. It's like any generic blues. Yeah. Are we gonna song. sing? Um. Well, you if you want, I, I don't know if I'm gonna sing it, but do you want to read Dawson's lines and I'll read oh, Andy's lines? Why don't I you want to sing? Down. You can you don't sing want it to. You're no fun. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. <laughs> okay. No. I'll sing it if you sing it, but it's not going to Andy's was way uh, worse, let's be honest. Dawson is okay. much better. Um, my name is <laughs> Dawson. I'm feeling a little... I'm feeling kind of weary. Today is my birthday. It's all looks a little bleary. The girl that I cared for left me and ran away, literally, because all she does is run. Straight into the yeah. arms of a guy that turned out to be gay. I got the blues. Yeah, today I woke yeah. up feeling like I was born to lose. Yeah, I got the blues. Some <laughs> days you're born to lose. Here's my friend Andy, and she's going to sing you a song because she's got the blues. Uh, my name is Andy, and my brother is the one who's gay. My other brother died, and my daddy ran away. But I'm still Andy, and my boyfriend makes me Randy. That part killed me. Uh, his name is Pacey, and my mom is crazy. I got the blues. <gasps> and then, I, uh, and then there's oh, a, a so like a, a little combined like, oh, we got the blues, blah blah blah. And then Dawson yeah. comes back. Oh, I've been restless, hopeless, and confused. This girl I told you about, she's been on the move. She's at my surprise party where everyone I know is right now. And when I show up late, they're all going to have a cow. Yeah, I got the blues. I swear sometimes we were born to lose. Honestly, they're both pretty good for yeah. having been like yeah. improvised. But I will say Dawson felt like he was yeah. more on the beat. Yeah. Than and then Andy's <laughs> like, yeah, you know, Andy got, has another line. Oh, I forgot. Go ahead. I don't, oh, I don't no, think brother, man, one we got the blues. <laughs> and then they say together, we got the blues. Sometimes you're born to lose. Oh, yeah. Um, that, <laughs> this was fantastic. I was um, in awe of how much fun yeah. this was. 
Um, I love. I just thought, like, I know it's it's messy. I know it's messy, but it was. Oh yeah, so it's real fun. messy, but it's so, so funny. Fun. Like it's oh, so yeah. ridiculous. The song is funny because it's like poking fun at like all of these like really horrible things <laughs> yeah. they both gone through. Mainly Andy, oh, yeah. honestly. And Andy was um, like rocking out, and she was like dancing in the background, and she and like Dawson was like hyping yeah, her. The on, dancing was great, and she, I think there was some air <laughs> guitar in there. It was, it was everything. So. Pacey's like, okay, guys, like it's time to go now. Like, please. Yeah, the only thing is, is he like, I don't know how he doesn't realize they've been drinking at this point, but he only realizes it when he goes to take a sip of like Andy's Coke and realizes there's alcohol in it. Um, Dawson, of course, tries to order more drinks. The waitress is like, I need to check your ID. Kind of also love the boss bitch move from Andy being like, you could lose your job and your liquor license. You should have checked five drinks ago. You've broken the law. My boyfriend's father is a cop. Like, this is a whole thing. And I was like, oh, no. Pacey shit. has to, like, drag both of them out. Like, you know, Dawson's, yeah. like like laughing practically they're a mess yeah so at the party mitch is still bitching to gail about the ford explorer he's like <sighs> this is where he's like i thought his first car old was jalopy, old jalopy. <laughs> i'm mad that you made the decision without me and she's like yeah well a lot of our relationship and marriage was me making decisions without you boom Boom, yeah. boom. Yikes. Except you're the one who gets to d- make the decision about the marriage itself. Like, ooh, yikes. yikes McGee. Meanwhile, in um, the Ford Explorer yeah. that we're talking about, <laughs> we got a Titanic hand. Nothing the steamy yes. Titanic hand. You got, you got to bang the hand on the window, then drag it down. Um, yes. <laughs> spicy, spicy things. Yeah, but they're just making out. How hot and heavy do yeah. you have to get to make some steam? Again. Fully clothed, not even her I jacket mean, so, is off. Like literally, you know, fully sometimes clothed. you can get going with the dry hump. I'm just saying. Oh no, I'm just saying that like it hasn't really progressed beyond making out at this point, right? And Ty has the fucking audacity to be like, "Oh well, you're tempting me. I don't believe in premarital sex." And I love Jen here being like, "Who the fuck said anything yeah. about sex?" And Ty is like, "Oh well, with your history, kissing isn't just kissing." And I was like, "Oh great, so you just called her a slut? Okay, great." Yeah. Um, it leads to other yeah, Jen things. Jen does not tolerate people making assumptions about her, about her past. We've seen this with Dawson. This yeah. is a very soft spot for Jen. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, you know, I'm a churchgoer. You're a sinner. And like, yeah, he's like, oh, well, you know, I could be found in church on Sundays. And she's like, oh, when I'm what a Saturday night slut. Like, I love this. Honestly, for, Jen pisses me off a lot, especially this season. But I really love that she's very consistent about not letting men call yep. her a slut. Like, she's not okay with it. I appreciate her not just laying down and, you know, taking it. Yes, I do too. It's just like, well, you've never made me feel more like a slut, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I do not like this from Ty. I don't like Ty. I'm so over him. Um, yep. <sighs> We've had like nine breakups <laughs> between the two of them in like a sure a, a sure amount of time. Um, if he comes back and they're still dating, I just will not be able to deal. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to see what happens next. Um, episode. so we have Jack brewing in the corner, and Abby goes up to him. Um, she's like, "Of course, Dawson's not here for his own party." 
Um, and then he's like, do you think it's true that everybody has like bisexual like um, wants or whatever? Desires, desires thank you yeah um she does feel that way and she's like this, this is a weird thing and she's like the joeys and dawson's and dawson's of this world are advanced in some ways but with all the time they spend contemplating their navels you think they'll be more open to the possibilities and then they look at their belly buttons and i don't know what we we're trying to say here i don't know either it was a really weird moment um and i don't i don't i, I don't understand how this progresses <laughs> Because Jack's, they're like laughing, and then Jack's like, "Oh, maybe you're not Satan yeah. after and all." And once again, Us not drunk. Have to stick they're together. not drunk. They're not drunk. They're perfectly sober. It doesn't really make any sense how Jack miraculously, within like twenty minutes, forgets everything Abby has done. I know he's confused and like he's going through a tough time and everything. So I suppose you maybe can give him a little bit of slack here, but like really, of all yeah. the fucking people, you're gonna hang out with Abby. So weird. So Dawson Come comes in. Surprise! I'm surprising you at my <laughs> own party. You would have never guessed. Poor Joey. Poor Joey is like, this whole thing is a disaster. Yeah, she's like, and are they drunk? And he's like, yeah, like rubbing pieces. Like, yeah, they got past me. Um, Andy and Dawson go dancing on the counters. Woo! Dancing on the counters. It was yeah, so, so fun. Funny. Yeah. And Joey like pulls Dawson off. Tries is like trying to give him coffee. She's going like, to hide why. in his own she's room. Like, I don't know if coffee's going to work. I'm like, I don't think it does. Not when you're still yeah, blitz drunk. I don't, I don't think no. so. So she's dragging That's him upstairs. Not how it works. And then this is when I started texting you. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh, okay. Oh no. Yeah. Well, we knew this was gonna happen, right? Like it's obvious if Jack and Abby are making out, someone's mm-hmm. gonna catch them. And of course it yeah. has to be Joey and Dawson. Now, the thing I love is Dawson's laughing. But then he's like, yeah, he's like, but he's then he starts like mocking Joey. Like, who said he was gay? He's got a new hairdo and decided to swing both ways. Like, fuck off. Yeah, he starts singing about oh, the yeah. blues fuck again. Fuck off, Dawson. Like, come um, on, dude. Don't yeah. laugh at her face. Oh, no, he's an asshole, but I thought it was very entertaining. And then, of course, like, Joey's like, I don't have time yeah. to deal with this. And she just Yeah, and then leaves. Dawson and, like, Abby laugh on the bed because they're jerks. Oh, yeah, because Abby, Abby thinks this yeah. is hilarious. And then, of course, like, Jack's going downstairs and Abby's like, oh, he's not so gay anymore. And I love Jack being, like, I'm more gay than ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Take that, Abby. Um, so then Gail comes in. Out with uh, Dawson's cake. It's a giant like oh clapboard God. because he is the number one junior <laughs> filmmaker in all of Cape Side. <laughs> yes, time to make a wish. Um, it's very obvious that Dawson is uh, drunk at this point, and this is when it goes. I mean, if it wasn't already off the rails, oh like, yeah, girl, this was going this was when I was like, end. oh crap, oh crap. Okay, hold on. So he's like, time to make a yeah. wish. Um. I wish. So here we go. I I wish yep. I got, got the, the you got the list. I got the list. Well, we both have the list. I I'm wish sure. that my mom never slept with her co-anchor. Ooh. Boom. That my father would stop talking about getting a job and actually just get one. <laughs> I wish that the two of you would stop your petty bickering and at least pretend to be adults around here. Oh, this, this one next is so one bad. This one's the worst one. I think this one's the really worst mean. one. I think so, too. Um, I wish Pacey would stop being a do-gooder and go back to being a mess-up who makes me look good. Like, so mean. Like, because, first of all, like, you... 
the way he says this, it makes it seem like Pacey's natural self is like a mm-hmm. fuck up and a screw up and someone who can't do mm-hmm. well versus like what the reality is, is that he never had anybody who fucking yeah. believed in him. And now he does. And he's making strides to yeah, make his well, life better. For Dawson, like no matter how bad his life seemed to be, at least Pacey's life was worth worse. Like. And, like, yes. I, even the fact that, like, you know, he has a girlfriend that it, they have, like, a very good relationship. And Dawson probably saw himself as, like, I don't know, I'm better looking and I'm, like, smarter and I'm, like, all yeah. these things. And Dawson and Pacey has a girlfriend and I don't. Like, this is, like, obviously what he really feels about the situation. So, I, yeah. this one stung. Um and then, and then there's Jen Lindy, Lindy, right? Lindley. Lindley. And then Lindley. there's Jen Lindley with her drunkenness and her revolving boyfriends and her wild, wicked ways. I want to party with you. <laughs> this wasn't no. that bad. It was not nice, no. but it wasn't that bad. Um, yeah. And then there's Jack who likes guys, but doesn't seem, but doesn't mind stealing my girlfriend. He's in. He's out. In. Yeah. Out. Yeah. In. Uh, out. Uh, nice hair, by the kind way. Of jerky. And then, of course, yeah, there's nice. my, and, and I just want to point that out. He says, my yeah. Joey, my p- sweet, precious Joey, the only 16 year old yeah. in the world who needed to find herself. That's OK. I accept you need to find yourself. I accept it. Right, Joey? Where's Joey? Where's Joey? Is Joey over here? Is Joey over there? Yeah, he's like. Playing hide and seek, like looking under yeah. things. Um, there she is. Yeah. There's my Joey. Then she, uh, he gives her a big old kiss, and she pushes him away, um, so that he lands face first in his birthday cake. Wonderful. Andy dies laughing. <laughs> yeah, Andy's loving this, <laughs> this She's whole like, thing. Yeah, hype up. She's like, yeah, notice Andy's all about it. No words for Andy. Andy's the only one out of their group of creek creeps. Andy that, gets off Scott Free. That got to walk away. I I think it's because he had such a good time with her. And here's the thing. If Andy had been sober when he had said those things about Pacey, you know oh, she's yeah. raging. Like, you know she's, like, getting Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't really think um, that Dawson has, like, much bad things to say about Andy. Like, what grapes does he have for Andy? No. But it would have been fun. No, like, he should It's like, hey, you Kenny. You fucker. Like, you. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you, you, Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> it's like, where's Chris? Chris, where are you? Yeah. Fuck you too, Chris. Todd, screw you too. <laughs> it's like what is that movie where it's like it's like fuck you fuck you fuck you you're cool fuck you like that's it's what like, he's where's doing Devin? and andy's Devin, the you're, one you're, you're cool precocious bitch <laughs> um and then of course we like smash cut i could have done with like a little bit of warning here but smash cut to dawson throwing up in the sink as andy is throwing up in the toilet they're both like swearing yeah, they'll never drink you, again yeah, they're both yeah, mortified my favorite um my favorite part of this scene was andy mm-hmm. saying it's all my fault it's my id's fault it's my it's my fault like, <laughs> that was so funny. Very that was funny. good. Again, even even when she's like recovering from being a drunken mess, she's yeah, that hilarious. Was the, the best scene of um, the lot. It yeah. was so good. Um, and then we have Mitch and Gail discussing Dawson, and Mitch thinks they like completely screwed him up. But Dawson, Gail is just like he's just sixteen. You know, don't you remember what it was like? 
Um, Gail decides that she wants to bring the explorer back tomorrow. His behavior indicates he's not responsible. They talk about going in on an older car together, kind of what we talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, they want to cover the down payment for him and make him work to pay off sure. the rest. Maybe it will teach Dawson the value of a dollar and that there's consequences yeah. to your mistakes. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a, a older car was the move anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah. that makes sense. Jack goes to Joey, and she says, it's bad enough that I organized the worst surprise party of like in existence, but Abby, <laughs> like, really? Um, yeah. And she's like, especially after what she did to you and your family and everybody else. Yeah, yeah, and, and Jack is basically like, uh, and I don't like how Joey says, if you were going to go straight again, I was hoping it would be with someone like Cindy Crawford. This is a classic um, 90s talk. Yeah, exactly. And so it is. Yeah, it's not good. Um, and Jack is basically like, you know what? I would have stopped even if you hadn't have walked in. Like the moment I started kissing her, I realized like I shouldn't have been doing it. Um, he basically is like, you know, I thought maybe I could be bi. But this all just really led to him confirming, yes, he he is gay. That those are his feelings um, versus being mm. unsure. Um, he kind yeah. of needed that like confirmation. Yeah, I mean, I like guess. he really just wanted to feel like he's normal. Like he doesn't like being like right. pointed at in a spectacle. And he, it's. Of I course, mean, obviously yeah. for him, it must feel like it's easier just to, you know, not ha like not deal with the, the the fact that he is gay and try to you yeah. know uh you know he and also he, you know he just doesn't want to be singled out like he says like i don't want like the scarlet g on my chest and joey's yeah. like you know like we're all going through the painful process of growing up you just have like an extra layer of difficulty but i like the yeah. way that she yeah. she put that and like she does point out because he's like, oh, well, you were fine with it. Everybody's fine with it. And she's like, well, what do you want? Like, do you want people to be not yeah. accepting? Like, you're lucky you have so many people who are supporting you. Um, And like, I feel like, right, that that does make sense. Like he is lucky in that way. But he also is being made to be like a freak show, you know, a circus act. Everyone wants to stare yeah. at him. Like, it's, it's still tough, regardless yeah. of if you have family yeah. support. So, yeah, Jack just says that being gay just seems like a lonely thought. He doesn't want to end up alone. And I don't know Jack's right. future, but I can guarantee that Jack is not going to end up alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, a nice moment between them. I kind of liked having that, mm-hmm. like, closure, because it really felt like we were kind of left yeah. hovering. I really hope before. that they work it out, and it's less awkward between them now. Like, I feel like they still have a lot of things in common, um, and I hope that they can be friends. Yeah. I, th- I do think that we would enjoy watching their friendship more than we enjoyed watching their relationship. I was over it. Like, I was so bored I- by it. Yeah, exactly. There was just nothing there. There wasn't like the chemistry. Um, so this will be more interesting. Hopefully that continues. Ugh, we have Ty trying to apologize to Jen. Jen is like, no, I don't want to be dragged through all this nonsense. And Ty basically is like, oh, it's all on me. I'm struggling with my own desires. They're in opposition of the teachings growing up. This isn't your fault. And I just love how Jen noped mm-hmm. the fuck out. It's like, it's like, why should she deal with your problems and your baggage and have to teach you how to be a decent fucking human being? I mean, you know? it's honestly not her job to do so. 
No. Um, and no matter how much he begs, like at the end of the day, their values are just different. And Jen really doesn't want to be put down for a more right. a, like um, evolved lifestyle in a way. Like, yeah. Well, no, she basically he like he is acting like she's this immoral, horrible person and she's made to feel like some slut. Like she, even if that wasn't his intention to make her feel that way, like she doesn't want to be around someone who makes her feel yeah. that way. It's like, like he can grow and learn on his fucking mm-hmm. own time and not waste her time. with Right. This. So, and it, it's a little sad because I feel like this was the happiest Jen's been in a while. And she was really excited yeah. about him and about the prospect of him. And she hadn't felt that way in a while about anybody. Um, but he yeah. ruined it. And she's like, I don't want to deal with your baggage. I, you know, I don't deserve to be treated like this and doors shut. Bye. And if I, yeah. if I, and that's it. I mean, if I see Ty next episode, like in the opening shot, I'm going to throw my phone out the window. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hopefully, yeah, please that is start saving of him. for my new iPhone because it's going out the window. Uh,. <laughs> We finished the episode as we started in Dawson's bedroom. Uh, Joey visits Dawson. She said she forgives him. He's allowed to make mistakes. And she says, honestly, he kind of told the truth Mm -hmm. anyway. Um, But like he he again, he's being a sad sack. I'm so lonely. I'm so hopelessly. lonely. Everyone's lonely, aren't they? How about you all get a life? (laughs) But here's the thing. I feel like this moment does bring truths to the surface because he finally asked her. He's like, well, why did you break up and run? That's the question we've all been wondering. I still don't think I understand the answer. I feel like this. I'm I'm getting closer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really I don't really understand the excuse of he wasn't you. Um, I do kind of understand her saying I wanted to find someone who wasn't so close to me so I could tell where he ended and I began. In some ways, I feel like you invented me. I understand that, right? They grew up together. Their lives are so intertwined that for her, she needed to find a way to to be a single person Mm -hmm. on her own and see what her life is like without Dawson Mm -hmm. in it. I totally, I kind of get that. I feel like this explanation makes a little bit more sense to me than it did previously. Um, I don't really like the idea of, he wasn't you. Okay, enough. I like the rest of the explanation, though. Right. Yeah, I get, I, I, I like, I'm starting to understand. So she, he asks if she could figure it out quickly because I love you. And as he's falling asleep, she says, I love you too, Dawson. And then it starts snowing. So guess what Dawson's wish was. Guess what? (laughs) So I feel like we're definitely at a moment of like, it's not over between them. I mean, I feel like we kind of. It's never over. It's never. You and me are soulmates. It's still not over. Um, So we'll see what happens with Joey Mm -hmm. and Dawson. But that is for the next next episode. episode. This one was amazing. I think we both said it. We love this episode. It was such a hot fucking mess it was, express. Yeah, and I, I liked it because it, it was a hot mess express. So fun. Yeah. Um, we got some emails. We got some feedback. We got some fun. How about that? 
I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. You should be excited. I love that you like chastise me for saying I'm excited. You should be yeah. excited. Um, Mandy asks, why did neither of Dawson's parents or Bessie step in during the drunken rant? I don't know. Like, what would they do? I guess take him out of the room. I feel like they were both Literally. just like. Let's see what happens. <laughs> like, Let's see what happens. No, no. Somebody should have put the kibosh to it. Like we did. Probably, like, this was yes. a long monologue, and everybody was just staring it was like it was long. like a car wreck. And like, what's gonna yeah. happen? Well, next? that's why. No, like you have to like pull him out. Like you can't. <laughs> I'm thankful that that didn't happen. Um. Yeah. But I, I, I think that it is. I don't know. I think it was like a fucking mess and somebody should have pulled them out. I guess that they were just thinking like, hey, I love drama. And nothing else happens in the Cape side. So, (laughs) yeah, we love the drama. Um, (laughs) I said that I wished that Dawson's birthday can be a national holiday and our friend, my friend, I, maybe our friend, Kyle, said woof. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. so good. Seriously. Pisces yeah. Awareness You day. asked uh, who is more likely to be Dawson Andy between me and you. What do you think? You've never seen um, me. To- uh, you've seen me a little drunk. Yeah. But I've I'm not a, a rager. No, I mean, I think it would be as it was meant to be. I think I would be the Andy and you would be the Dawson. Oh, you're quite. OK. Oh, you're who's more Andy and who's more Dawson? What did you think? Uh, my I think was? I interpreted it as like who would get like drunk and like. Oh, who would be, be like right. both of but them? But you're saying who would be Andy oh. and who would be Dawson? Yeah. Oh, I'm more likely to get blitzed out of my mm-hmm. mind. But I think if we both were, I think I would act more like Andy did and you would act more like I'm did. not that sad of a sack drunk, though. I'm not either. Okay, so the, the answer is neither. We're both. Andy. Uh, I don't know if I'm Andy. Confirmed. Know. Um, I we have an email from Linda. <laughs> hey, Linda. ladies, time for thoughts on, quote, Dawson is a giant ass. Unquote. Oh, wait, that's not the title of the episode. <laughs> I love how fucking sassy Linda's, Linda is. is Linda's so favorite. sassy. It feels like Gail is being petty and trying to start stuff with Mitch. Obviously, you aren't having that much trouble with money because you just bought Dawson a new car. You could put that money money towards bills. Mitch isn't a deadbeat dad. Um, I think that Gail does not give Mitch that much credit. Um, because he is very there. And I do think that I don't know why she got like so offended that Mitch was like making breakfast. I think she's still like bitter about things, to be honest. Like, I feel like she's bitter about how it ended. And I think that like, to be honest, though, I think Mitch is in the wrong, too. Why are you waiting till last minute the day of to figure out a gift for your son? That's true. Time. Um, Abby's minions treating um, Jack, like a zoo exhibit, really upset me. We said that too. It's very yes. upsetting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she loves the line. I take that as a compliment. If it wasn't coming from Satan, I love that line. That was, yeah. That's my sassy <laughs> thing of the week, actually. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was it was really one. interesting to see Andy's therapy session. I didn't like how she cut Andy off when she was talking about her panic attacks. Yes. It was a great opportunity since they talked about her being off her medication to go over some ways to deal with panic attacks. It would have been helpful to a lot of people, myself included. It was nice to hear Andy briefly mention her panic attacks and see someone dealing with them as well. It helped me feel a little less alone. It would have been nice if they actually went into it more, but it was the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I did not like the way that therapist. I agree with that as well. Like she just she really just completely caught off Andy mid thought. And I feel like I don't know. I feel like with therapy, like you're trying to get things off your chest. So why would you interrupt her? Yeah, um, I went I actually did therapy for five years. I don't know if I've talked about this before um, on the this podcast, but um, mm-hmm. and my I I mean my therapist was always very supportive of just like letting me talk things out like she didn't guide the conversation mm-hmm. completely of course she spoke but she let me kind of go off and then we yeah. worked towards what I was saying so no I don't think like interrupting is ever very helpful um yeah so um Linda really liked the line she related to the line that you related to about wanting all your worries to go away. Um, yeah. And then Andy is a better singer, a better blues singer than Dawson. The people in the crowd always makes me laugh so hard with the things that they yell out. Also, I don't think having a surprise party constitutes as the blues. I need to watch this scene again because I don't remember yeah, I don't what remember they the, were shouting I out. The audience. Um, I I know if no. I I would literally just watch that scene over and over and over again. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in regards to Ty, look who's being the uh, look who's back and being the worst again. It annoys me. Dorcas McForkus keeps acting like a complete dick <laughs> and Jen keeps forgiving him. He seems very manipulative yes. to me and I don't like it one bit and I do not either. Yep. Um, Abby messing with Jack's head, pretending like she actually cares just so they can say just so that she can say she turned the gay guy is so disturbing. Her actions do help Jack realize he is, in fact, gay and not bisexual. There was some discussion about this topic last week between you and I. Um, Linda feels like Jack had repressed internalized feelings. So his feelings so that straight was the only option for him cares about Joey, which is why he tried to make a relationship work with her. It's common for gay people to try having relationships work with members of the opposite sex before coming out. I don't think he intentionally meant to use Joey, which I agree. I don't think so either. Oh, no. Also, I I feel like back in sex, she wrote the conversation Jack and Jen had makes more sense. Now, there is some reason he wasn't able to have sex with Joey. Earlier in the night when he did happen, we had no idea why Jack was actually thinking that got him aroused. So that is something that's interesting because I was thinking about that too. So in sex, she wrote, um, what, or no, the, the I think is the episode before that. It was the that. one right before and, it. It was, yeah, she's like painting or drawing him and he's on the couch and he's like mm-hmm. talking about like art and, and that, that is actually what kind of gets him. I, I mean, I think also like the excitement of the situation that he was in, like maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't think it really matters what your sexuality right, right, right. is in that right. moment. Like, I feel like you could talk about mm-hmm. anything and right. get to that state. Right. So, know? and then 
I I remember I said something like, you know, maybe he should get checked out why he wasn't able to keep an erection. Oh, well, it's different now. Well, now it's now. different. But I, yeah. you know, I apologize for making a joke about it. I don't know. Yeah. Nobody's, I mean, it was nobody's asking me for an time. apology. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> now we come to the Dawson. Dawson is the complete ass portion of the evening. Uh, Dawson being the absolute worst and is so insensitive to Jack and Joey. Um, so the the whole line that he wrote about Pacey, she agrees that was the worst moment that upset her the most. She feels like Dawson is constantly being the worst when it comes to Dawson, uh, to Pacey. Drunk or not, it's very cruel to say. I feel so much for Pacey, especially yeah. since it has been alluded to the fact that his dad gets meaner and physical with him when he drinks. Even if Dawson apologizes to Pacey, he can't unhear that. When you've dealt with emotional abuse for so long, yeah. comments like that are so damaging. Pacey deserves so much better. I absolutely agree. That type of stuff, I'm mm-hmm. like, words really do hurt. Like, there's stuff that you just cannot forget. And parents, friends, like, there's just shit that, like, you mm-hmm. hold on to for so long. Well, especially coming that, from somebody who mm-hmm. you thought had your back and you thought, thought yeah. of you differently to hear, like, what might be the truth from mm-hmm. him is like yeah. really I, I I agree um she mm-hmm. also thinks that that he's in he's out stuff with Jack is disrespectful and hurtful oh one Dawson you're not yeah. funny and kissing and uh, kissing Joey is way out of the line did I mention how I can't stand Dawson this episode um <laughs> I th- uh so yeah um I agree with that, except for the fact that I just love the messiness. So, like, I it's not. Oh yeah, we're all we're about, about the mess yeah. versus like we we totally would say that a lot of the stuff shitty. she did is like really mean yeah. and shitty. But it's very yeah. entertaining to watch. Um, yes, she loves the line that everyone feels alone and wants to be normal from. Joey, mm. the ending scene with Jack and Joey is my favorite scene between them this season so far. Uh, thank yeah. you so 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 much, Linda. I, I love, love your feed, you, your feedback, um, and I'm so happy mm-hmm. that you're following along um, while, with, like, season two with us. It's, like, so fun. Yeah. Uh, by Kelly wrote to us, um, March 3rd, 1999. How about that? Almost my... We are almost, almost to my B-Day. Um, she... Um, she... <laughs> Kelly says, what is Abby up to? And uh, Bess is finally being a good sister. Um, (laughs) Wants to know why Jen is even giving this clown the time of day. We discussed. I think that she is stigmatized. I think that she thinks that he's hot. And um, maybe he's a good kisser. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, It's just no one card in the creek. Apparently not. Yes, that's what we said. We're like, is this two places now? Or we? I mean, I still think it was the same place yeah. simply because of that. Um, Dawson singing is very cringe. Yet Andy cracked me up. Um, okay, it's like Andy was hilarious. I I, I think they I both were the Dawson fantastic. Was funny they too. both killed yeah. me. Yeah, um, they're both good. Also, yeah. So basically, this he just thinks like. He really, Kelly really liked the whole, like, he liked the mess, too, is what he's writing. 
We love the mess. Yeah. The mess is like the best part of yeah. this episode. The fact that it is complete mess from start to finish is amazing. Yeah. I, I'm I'm I love the mess. Um, I thought that it this was probably like the most I liked Dawson. If I have to like pinpoint he, it's just because he's like loosened up and he's not that like uh, I mean, he is woe is me, but he's not like but that he's, philosophical it's funny. movie maker. It's funny. He's, yeah. So that's why I like that. Yeah, it's fun to laugh at yeah. him. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's just so stupid. Um, I, I'm very interested in seeing like the fallout that's going to happen next episode. I'm very curious if Pacey is going to forgive Dawson quickly because like, why yeah. would he, you know? Um, I yeah. think that. Joey was very quick to forgive. He didn't really like. I think he said meaner things. Me- to Pacey, meaner things though. to Pacey. He was a very big jerk to Jack. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, and we know Pacey doesn't like that either. Mm-hmm. So. so I'm very curious. Um, I. I mean, we'll could we have our first fight like between them, or is this going to be? Well, they got in a minor fight over Pacey's birthday. Right. Like, is this going like, to be like? More than one episode of them not talking. I have a feeling that PC will be quick. To well, then I don't know. I PC feel like that's just his to, vibe. You know, pr- protect himself we'll a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Shall we move on to Zikashan yeah. Awa? Yes, please. Okay. So for the Rachel Green Award, I'm starting off with. I don't know who this bitch is. It's either Tracy or Kelly. (laughs) The fuck knows which one. But I had to choose it. This is Abby's friend when they go to the ice house. Um, I simply saw this outfit and couldn't not put it in uh, the category. So she is wearing. um, Let's start with the pants. They're kind of like a leather like material, but they're like terracotta colored. Um, She has on a white T-shirt. She has on a jacket. Oh, my goodness gracious. It is like. Uh, sections of different colors in like box shapes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very patchwork. like earthy. So you have like yeah, kind of patchworky. So you have red, brown, tan, burnt orange, all together. And then this girl's hair. Oh my goodness gracious! She has like two normal looking braids. Um, but the front part of her head she has in these like um, what are they called? Like space bun type of things. On the front only. The weirdest hairstyle I think I've seen. Um, I loved it and I had to I know, it. I know. Was this in the American Girl uh, doll ha- uh, hair handbook? I would like to know. Uh, this is a, I mean, I love her vibe. Like this, like these pants are everything. A plain white tee is everything. This jacket. The hair is something else. Like what an outfit to yeah. remember. Gee golly. That's why I couldn't not do it. I know. It's iconic. It really is. You go, Tracy Kelly. Um, Okay. Next up. I mean, we all knew it was coming. Miss Andy McPhee herself is killing it. So she is. This is her night out on the town. Paint the town red dress. Um, She's wearing a red dress with skinny spaghetti straps. uh, Falls just above the knee. Uh, kind of like a plunging neckline. She has on high heel, chunky platform with, you know, that little ankle strap just to keep it on. Her hair is curled. You know she used curler on that ship, but she needed her skinny ass headband. She can't go leave home without it. 
Um, and she has glitter, mm-hmm. bitch. Glitter on the glitter chest. Like, so this is like something that you would get at the icing. And it was like a little rollerball. And then yes. like you would like rollerball your chest with this. Um, yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, she looks spectacular. Like she I love this vibe. Like I've never seen her with curly hair before. I never seen like yeah. her this dressed up before in the sexy of an outfit before. Like it was really everything. Um, and yes. I, I, I loved I loved her in this outfit. And I was very excited because it was something that we haven't seen from Andy before. Yeah, like she said, she's very much like the Gap kind mm-hmm. of person. So to see her in this mm-hmm. was wonderful. Um, last but not least, we have Abby Morgan in her uh, party attire. She is wearing a form-fitted um, maxi black skirt that hugs the figure. And then kind of like a shorter crop top type of tank top. Um, black as well with spaghetti straps. But it does have that like cheetah <laughs> she loves uh, fur cheetah. along yeah. the top. She yeah. loves cheetah. I mean, I love this too. I think that she looks really good also. it's This one's a very hard one. Um, yeah. Gosh. I'm going to say like. Goodness gracious, like it's this is so hard, but this is the Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit. And I feel like Tracy Kelly kind of took it home because I feel like I can still kind of see like Abby and Andy today and it wouldn't be that 90s. Yeah, I definitely think if you saw Tracy Kelly, you'd turn your head. Yeah, like who who are you and where are you going? Yes. Um, next up, the Paul Red Certificate of Timelessness for the most timeless outfit. We are starting things off with Mr. Mitch himself in his party attire. Um, he is wearing what appears to be just like a black T-shirt on top of that. He has something similar to like a Henley, um, but it does have a collar. And instead of buttons, it has like a little zipper. It is kind of like a very dark, dark brown Almost like a rusty type of thing, at least from what I can tell. Um, And he looks like he's kind of wearing like Dockers, kind of like a gray brown Docker pant. Um, But the sweater is mainly what I was focusing on here. Uh, Yeah, it's like definitely like party after dark attire. Like he is ready to rage in this outfit, but he always looks he always looks good. Like, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't find Mitch in a, a bad outfit. Um, next up, we have Jack McPhee in his new outfit and new hairstyle. He has the hair flipped up. He has a like a brown leather jacket that has like a cute like fuzzy mm-hmm. collar. Um, he's wearing a darker sweater with a stripe. And again, kind of similar to Mr. Leary with like the Dockers and a brown yeah. belt. Hey, Jack. Think? I like this outfit. I do really like his hair. I like this jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, I like his party outfit. Like, if this is, like, Jack's new style, I'm living. I'm loving. Um, yeah. I like this 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 uh, leather is, uh, kind of coat. I like yeah. the coat a lot. Yeah. If this is going to be his winter attire, I'm yeah. here for it. Um, last but not least, we have Miss Josephine Potter herself. This is her party attire. It did give me Rachel Green vibes, but I put it in this category because I do think you could easily wear this today. She is wearing a black turtleneck, which I know I do you're love a love. turtleneck. Um, she's <laughs> she's wearing a gray, kind of like tweed looking um mini skirt with black 
uh, stockings. Her hair looks like she curled like four pieces and then gave up on it. But beyond that, yeah, I love this she's outfit. like, you know what? Like, I, who am I curling my hair for? I got nobody to impress. Yeah, literally, it looks like she curled yeah. a piece of it and then didn't lazy do curling. To but no, like, I mean. A yeah. black turtleneck, yes, please. Like, can't say no to that. Love the vibe. We don't really see that, like, dressed up of a look from Joey. Yes. And de- she doesn't wear black that often. Like, not really. So, yeah. very no, sophisticated for, for Joey. Um, But I think I'm going to give it to Jackie Boy. Good job, Jack. Scoring a point. For the Paul Rudd Certificate mm-hmm. of Timelessness. Congratulations also to Tracy Claps, Kelly. Claps, claps. Yes. Um, so, coming up from us, as always, next week we will be covering Season 2, Episode 17 of Dawson's Creek. What's so the title? stay tuned there. Oh, I forgot to pull it up. Hold on. Tell Let me. me. Episode 17, yeah. right? Dawson's Creek. I remember reading it. Um, it's 16, right? 17. Yes. Okay. So it is psychic friends. Psychic friends. Oh, I have yep. no freaking clue. Who's the psychic yeah, friend? We'll have to. I don't know. Who's the most likely to be the psychic friend? Probably Jen. Probably Jen. I mean, Jack does love Andy. a full moon. So maybe he's That's the true. psychic friend. Jack, Jack loves, he loves the full, the full moon. moon. Yes. Um, but yes, also, if you follow along with our Boy Meets World content, stay tuned for that. And then coming up this week, we are talking to Kevin Mahadeo about the classic 90s child film, Hook. Cannot wait I can't wait either. It's going to be fun. It's yeah, be tune amazing. in. So get all your be feedback back in. in uh, at Shit90sPod, uh, at G- excuse me, at Shit90sPod, Insta, and Twitter, Shit90sPod at gmail.com. Get your feedback in. I think that's all we got That's today. it. That's all, folks. Yes, that's how we end the podcast. I'm feeling so blue. Because it's the end of the podcast. Everybody stay healthy. Oh, God. And we'll see you yeah. all next Woo, week. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Shit 90 shows taught me. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.